welcome to Season 5 of the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, where we take the powerful Word of God and make it practical and relevant to your daily life, and especially to your job. Do you know the difference between being grateful or having gratitude and being thankful? Today on the Blue Jeans Christian Podcast, we're going to talk about the differences and why you should have an attitude of gratitude. I'm recording this podcast just a few days before Thanksgiving, but this topic is something that we should be reminded of often throughout the year, because having an attitude of gratefulness or being grateful or giving thanks is something we should do probably every day to both God and to people. Being thankful to God for all He has done and is doing and will do is not only important, but also imperative to bringing glory to God. And that's what we're supposed to do, is endeavor to bring glory to God. And of the 16 specific things that we can do as a Christian to bring glory to God or to glorify God, being thankful is number 12. And you'll find this and much more than what we talk about today in my book, Your Glorious Endeavor, How to Glorify God, Be Well-Pleasing to Him, and Worship Him Acceptably. And that book is available wherever books are sold, even Amazon. Hint, hint for Christmas, huh? (laughs) Would your co-workers say that you were a grateful, thankful person? Or would they say you were a complainer or a grumbler? You see, we live in what I call the age of ingratitude. Entitlement has permeated our society, and sadly, many Christians too. Gratitude or thankfulness needs to make a comeback. And in doing so, we will stand out with a positiveness that brings glory to God and maybe such a way or have such a different attitude than other people that people may come to us and ask us about that. And then we could share Christ with them because they asked us. You see, gratitude toward God should be expressed in saying thanks in every prayer of yours and several times throughout the day. Just say thanks to him for things, for his help and for his generosity, for his faithfulness, for his love, and especially for his mercy and for what Jesus did on the cross for us. It's also a way to express appreciation for his attributes and his character that is revealed to us through his word, the Bible, but also by how Jesus acted and dealt with things. And not only should we be thankful to God, but we should be thankful to other people and maybe even have people see us saying thanks to God. Did you catch that? Being grateful in public toward God. Because as Tim Keller said, it's one thing to be grateful. It's another to give thanks. Gratitude is what you feel. Thanksgiving is what you do. Being thankful is an action. Okay, like Tim said, something you do. Being thankful 
lead you out of the doldrums or even out of a dark pit such as depression, where your world seems to close in and press you down. Being thankful gets you turned around if you are on a bumpy road of life. And being thankful will sweeten up a sour day. Be thankful each day. You'll be glad you did. And don't wait to be thankful until something good happens or you feel joy. We often do that. We often get things backwards. We are thankful when good things happen. We should actually be thankful even in harder times because we know that God will turn that into good because of his promise in Romans 8.28. Thankfulness leads to joy and contentment. Boy, are we kind of missing that. Contentment? We're going to talk more about that later in this podcast because that is something that should characterize us as a Christian, being content. Because you can always, always, always find something to be thankful for. I have that on a little poster kind of a thing right by the door as we exit our RV. So we see that every time that we go out (laughs) during our five months or so that we spend in our RV during the winter. Be thankful for the material things you have, but especially be thankful for the spiritual things you have. You know, salvation, being able to talk to God through prayer, being able to read your Bible, being heirs, H-E-I-R-S, of all of God's riches through Christ, being thankful that Jesus is right now next to God praying for you. Jesus is also preparing a place just for you. Being thankful for the spiritual gifts that you've been given that you should be using in the church that you are attending to help the other people there. You know, being thankful that we're going to get to meet Jesus and spend eternity with him someday. Being thankful of the opportunities that he is giving us here on this side of heaven. Because what we do here on this side of heaven will dictate what we do on the other side of heaven or in heaven, I guess I should say. (laughs) Because yes, we will be working for Jesus in heaven for eternity. And what jobs we're doing and our position is determined by how we act here. How good of a representative of Jesus we are here and how thankful we are here. Let's talk about when you're feeling down again, because that's a great time to be thankful, right? So when you are feeling down, try one or more of these kind of antidotes to your unhappiness. Thank God for a specific situation he has worked out for you. Can you remember any of those? Hopefully you can. Maybe thank God for something specific he has given you. Thank God for a specific person he has brought into your life. Thank God for a specific time he has been reliable to you or you have felt his presence. 
and maybe thank God for something specific you enjoy looking at or doing. Doing so will always pick you up, even if just a little bit. See, being thankful or giving thanks or saying thanks comes from the word thanksgiving, which means to be thankful for what has been given to us and as much more than a holiday. When the word thanksgiving is used in the Bible, it's always in the context of praise. When we pray, we're able to make requests to God, and we're to do so with thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6 says. Did you catch that? When we ask God for something, we are to also do so with thanksgiving, to be thankful for things. And we are to pray earnestly and vigilantly, as Colossians 4, 2 says, with thanksgiving. It's interesting that thanksgiving is part of our prayers. Should be. We all have worked hard on something or sacrificed greatly so we can give something special to someone. You know, maybe like a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, maybe to one of your children or a spouse or a friend. And when we do, and they are not thankful, we are saddened and hurt. And we may even turn away and not wanting to give again. But when that person is thankful, and we know that they really are, we rejoice inside, and we feel really good and want to give again. And I think God is the same way. God is glorified when we are thankful, and He wants to do more. He wants to give us more. The more thankful we are, the more giving He does. So find something, or several things, every day, And thank Him for them. As one of my favorite Bible teachers, James MacDonald, said, Gratitude is the attitude that sets the altitude for living. Give proper credit when credit is due, is a saying, with much relevance to glorifying God, because being thankful correctly is glorifying God. By that I mean, don't attribute thanks to something or someone not worthy of the thanks. Thank God for the things and blessings He has done to you or for you. Remember, all good things come from God. Bad things come from the enemy. Don't be mad at God for something that the enemy has caused or is the result of something the enemy has caused. Remember, all good things come from God. The Bible says that. So be sure and thank God directly, too. Don't say something like, oh, thank my lucky stars. (laughs) What? (laughs) You know, like you didn't notice you ran a red light until another car narrowly missed hitting you. And you say, oh, thank my lucky stars. I didn't get hit. Really? God protected you? And you thank some fictitious stars instead of him? Or how about this? The doctor comes into the consulting room of the hospital and tells you the cancer is no longer present in your body. And you thank the doctor 
and totally forget the God who created that doctor and was gracious and merciful to you for giving you that doctor and the remedy or the cure. Here's another example, not thinking correctly. You weren't expecting a Christmas bonus since the company you work for is struggling, but you received a bonus anyway, and your response is, they better have given me a bonus. I work hard for that company. Yeah, you're probably right, but you're totally forgetting the God who gave you the abilities to do that job and instilling in your boss a sense of generosity toward you. Remember, God owns all the money in the world anyway, and you don't even thank him for a little extra? Oh, here's one you may not have thought of. You show how unthankful and unappreciative you are of your income by gambling it away, hoping to win even more? And then you get angry at God when you don't win big? <laughs> here's, here's another one. You see someone on the street corner with a sign saying, Car broke down. Need help to get to my new job. And you laugh and mumble to yourself, I'm sure glad I work hard and bought a reliable car. You're totally forgetting God gave you your abilities, your job, and your car, and maybe that person holding the sign neglected to thank God for what they had. So God removed his blessings from them. There's something to kind of think about. Well, here's another one, since we're near here. You visit Zion National Park, or even Arches National Park, or the Grand Canyon, or the Tetons, and you marvel at how the water created that majestic beauty, and completely forgetting the God who created that scenery for you to enjoy and to glorify Him about. His magnificent handiwork. And you don't give him credit, but you credit some water? <laughs> okay. I hope you don't take those personally. I'm just trying to make some points here. It may hit home, it may not. But Isaiah 42, 8 says to give God the glory and thanks and praise, not to happenstance or even carved images, which is basically anything other than God. By the way, later in that passage, it says to shout out praises for his handiwork from the mountaintops. Give proper credit to where credit is due, which is God. Period. Now, one thing that being thankful does is it breeds contentment. I have a lot of underlined passages in my Bible and a lot of notes written and the margins in my Bible, a lot. <laughs> if any of you have seen my Bible, you're like, wow. <laughs> but I love God's Word, and I want to note what is important to me for various reasons. And there's a lot of things in the Bible that are very meaningful to me. And sometimes I go back and just read the underlying things and read my notes. <laughs> and sometimes I even erase a note and write something different in because... Maybe the passage means something new or different to me. God's Word is alive, and it, and it does that. It speaks to us a little bit different at different times in our life. 
Now, I said all that to say this. There's one passage in my Bible that is highlighted. You know, with one of those yellow highlighters? And I didn't put it there. My mom did. A lot of years ago. A long time ago. You see, I was in Texas going to college at the time. And I didn't like Texas very much. You know, I grew up in Wyoming. Now we live in Montana. Spend the winters in southern Utah. I just didn't care much for Texas. And I really was never content when I was going to college there. And what my mom highlighted in my Bible was much needed at the time, and it continues to be a very excellent verse. A verse of trust, thankfulness, and praise. It's Philippians 4.11, which says, For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Yeah, state. (laughs) You get it? That verse actually transitions us from thankfulness to praise. And if you notice, when Paul wrote that, he said contentment has to be learned. It doesn't come naturally, nor easy. We have to work at it. I think contentment is a word bridge, a bridge over troubled waters or deep caverns. Sometimes it's a bridge that can get us from thankfulness to praise. Okay? Thankfulness is on one side. There's a chasm or troubled life. Praise is on the other side. But to get us over to there, we have to cross the bridge of contentment. And you know what? All three of those work together to bring glory to God. If you are not content with where God has you, or with what God is allowing in your life, maybe you're not trusting Him, and maybe you're not thankful. So you're therefore incapable of praising Him. And that's a sad place to be. And maybe the root of that is because we're not satisfied with God. Or maybe we're just dead gum self-centered and selfish. I don't know, but John Piper said something really cool. He said, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied with him in him. Isn't that cool? God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied with him in him. 1 Timothy 6, verses 6 through 12 is a fantastic passage teaching us that godliness with contentment is great gain. All we really need are our basic needs, such as food and clothing, which God promised to give us in the last half of Matthew chapter 6, where Jesus said, God feeds the birds, and they're pretty cheap compared to you people. (laughs) And think how much more valuable you are to God. And therefore, if he just feeds the birds and cares for them, how much more will he take care of you? We've got to realize that, right? But I would suggest studying that 1 Timothy 6, 6 6-12 passage. Read that during your Bible studies this week. Doing so will help you be thankful 
and content with what God has given you, and then you'll praise him, which glorifies God. Elizabeth Elliot is famous for saying, God has promised to supply all our needs. What we don't have now, we don't need now. Isn't that kind of cool? God has promised to supply all our needs. What we don't have now, we don't need now. Years ago, when life was very difficult and I was struggling and was spending a lot of time worrying, which I know I shouldn't do, but I did at the time, I really started thinking and reading the Bible about being thankful. And the more I read, the more God showed me passages all over the Bible about being thankful and His faithfulness. And so I decided I would get an app where I could keep track of the things that I prayed for. And then when he answered those prayers, I would put a little note in that app to kind of keep track of prayers and then his answers to those prayers. And I realized that the more specific my prayers were, God would answer those specifically. So yes, God answers specific prayers specifically. So I started keeping track of those where I would pray for several things in the morning. And then if those got answered one by one, I would kind of keep track of those. And that's something that I would go to quite often when I started having the ants, A-N-T, automatic negative thoughts. You ever get those? Like, Something's going on and you automatically think negative. Oh, man, can't believe this is happening. Or that's never going to happen. Or things are never going to improve. You know what I mean. Automatic negative thoughts that just seem to jump into your mind. I would try and combat those with being thankful. And it was nice to have an app that I was keeping track of the things that were specific answers to prayer. So I could use specifics of how God answered those prayers. And I started doing that. And after about a month, I looked back and saw a couple of thanks entries a week. And it really started to show me how good God truly is. And that was so encouraging. So I kept making entries whenever God answered a prayer. And after a couple of months of doing that, I thought, I'm going to go back and see how <laughs> how God is doing, <laughs> right? <laughs> because a few being thankfuls entered into that app a week turned into several per day. And there were several days where I had entered up to six things per day. Six things being thankful to God because those were six specific requests that I had given him. And it kind of seemed like the more thankful I was, the more God gave me things to be thankful for. And I think that can work for you too. I think God loves to do that and is just itching to do that for you too. The more thankful you are, the more he gives you things to be thankful for. 
Isn't that amazing? So this Thanksgiving and all times of year, let's not just be thankful for one day. Let's be thankful for uh, up to six times a day. Remember, God answers specific prayers specifically. And we are required by Scripture as a growing and maturing Christian to be thankful for what God has done, what He is doing, and what He will be doing. And I'd like to end with a quote from Dietrich Bonhoeffer. If you know who he was, you'll really appreciate this quote. He says, It is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. You want to learn more about how to be thankful and how to glorify God? Right now, go to Amazon and look for Your Glorious Endeavor. And that book would make a wonderful Christmas present, wouldn't it?